1: Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, we've got some news on WWE backstage morale after, you know, all the NXT stuff that's happened. Johnny Gargano likes the Young Bucks tweet mocking NXT.
0: WWE have given up a trademark to a released wrestler. And Rowan Reigns riles up wrestling Twitter yet again. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. All right, we're going to kick
1: things off. Uh, yeah, man, it's been a busy few days for NXT, <laughs> hasn't it? Um, Obviously, on Friday, we got the, you know, sucky news that 13 wrestlers has lost their job. Bronson Reed, Bobby Fish, Mercedes Martinez, and 10 others cut by WWE last week. And then on Sunday, we got the report from the Wrestling Observer's Dave Meltzer talking about NXT's philosophy shift. And uh, we're looking for bigger wrestlers, younger wrestlers, everything else. That got social media ablaze. We got a follow-up report here from Fightful Select talking about how there have been some, you know, morale concerns since before even all this went down. There's a note here speaking about the promotion of John Laurinaitis. He is, of course, back (laughs) in his old role as head of talent relations. And an interesting note from all of this is uh, that a number of female talent on the WWE roster since he came back have spoken out concerned about their push and about specifically who WWE are gonna bring in, who they're gonna to hire to mm-hmm. work with them. So it there seems there's a bit of anxiety surrounding WWE's hiring processes, and they're firing. Uh, who they're firing as well, I guess. Now, uh, another concern here revolves around uh, former, what's his full job title? It's a big one. Senior Director of Talent Development, Canyon Seaman, who has gone from the company. He left WWE in July, uh, but he had a bunch of heat backstage and at the Performance Center as well. And it's believed that big concerns surrounding WWE's hiring policy uh, came about during a bunch of recent tryouts where there were wrestlers who people assumed would be home runs, big successes, can't miss, prospects who were passed up on presumably and that was considered a red flag so there's a lot going on in nxt and wwe at the moment uh i hate to see people lose their jobs of course we say that time and time and time and time and time and time and time again the wwe have now released something like over 50 wrestlers in 2021 it's been a year of mass cuts and uh if reports from andrew zarian of the Matt men pro wrestling podcasts are to be believed
0: there's gonna be more so brace yourselves yeah, it's incredible this. I remember when I went away on my honeymoon uh, a couple of years ago and I was away from wrestling for like two weeks and came back and was like, what's going on? Everything's changed. Now that happens in a bloody weekend, Andy. I woke up on Saturday and I saw the news with Phil and Gareth, obviously keep up with, with our, our pot when I'm a, not at work, and... I saw the thing and I was like, why did they put Bronson Reed front and center? Like, he's just been NXT North American champion. He's not going to have been released. He has. Bobby Fish has. Mercedes Martinez has. Like like you say, it's just so surprising. In a way, weirdly, not to justify everything that's happened. I obviously think it's abhorrent what they've done with half that bloody roster. But I do think it's right that we need some sort of change in NXT. It's just worrying that, like you say, a name like John Laurinaitis and his previous hiring policies do not inspire me with a great deal of hope that this is going to be a brave new frontier for NXT. I'm intrigued to see where they go next with it. We're probably going to do a podcast later on today with myself and the Dally Boys chatting about where they go next. But, yeah, it's understandable that half the guys in NXT are like, what is going on? What do you think about it all?
1: Yeah, I mean, my line of thinking is broadly uh, along there with yours as well. It's It's a real sucky thing that in order to get to this next step uh, they have to let go loads and loads of people who they've employed and you know guys like asher hale have only been in wwe for like mm. six months and now they're gone moved their whole families down to florida bought houses everything else see you later lads uh, yeah it's a really brutal situation for sure i do think that nxt does need some changes right There are Mm. subjective things that I don't enjoy about the product that a lot of people don't enjoy about the product, the way it's presented, uh, the way it's booked some weeks, particularly since it started going head-to-head with AEW. Obviously, that's over now. Um, But I'm going to have a longer-form piece out on this on the website later on today. By the time this news video goes up, it'll probably be another three or four hours. But look for that on our website if you want to know my
0: in-depth thoughts at the very least. Um, If you want to know Johnny Gargano's thoughts on it... Just check out his Twitter likes. That is my story for yeah. the start of the day. Uh, he's liked a tweet from the Young Books. Basically, you, you know, they keep updating their Twitter bio and targeting, whether it be, I don't know, uh, Hangman Page or just AEW fans in general or whatever <laughs> they want to do. Well, they've turned their attention, of course, to the breaking news about NXT. Uh, and they did the whole new bio tweet on Sunday. Johnny Gargano liked it. It simply reads, Andy, very tall, not in our 30s. Yeah. This is going to be interesting, isn't it? I mean, Johnny Gargano is obviously one of the stalwarts of NXT, and I don't really know what's going to happen with him going forward because, oh, they'd ruin him on the main roster, as they did very briefly, where they were like, yeah, you've got this blood feud with Champa. Nah, you're a tag team now. look at you, little guys. Have a nice time. (laughs) Uh, I don't know what's going to happen next. Um, Obviously, he's one of the most talented wrestlers that they've got in, in NXT, arguably in all of WWE. But it feels like something like this, especially nowadays, it's going to be words at backstage.
1: Yeah, you'd think so. I mean, I'm quite surprised. The when I looked on this profile, and this is like ten hours after he's liked it, he hasn't unliked it yet. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's a really weird situation, isn't it? Particularly when you think of a guy like Gargano, who's been there for five years. He's a former mm. champion. He's a three-time North American champion. Very prominent figure on that brand. It's but just, he's also
0: a scamp. That's the... he
1: is. He is, he's a little rascal of a, <laughs> of a boy, isn't he? A little rascal. He's, like, the same height as me. Like, I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, but, yeah, man, I, it's a tough time, particularly if NXT is, like, your favorite brand and you're really into it or, or whatever else. Uh, it's going to be a really interesting... I mean, interesting is not really the word for it, but there's going to be a transition. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we'll just have to see how it plays out. And, unfortunately, Ooh. part of it playing out is talent getting released. And one person who was released in April... Um, you know, uh, before like things went really nuts and we got cuts every other week, it seemed, was Chelsea Green. Now, Chelsea Green tweeted the following over the weekend. uh, Quite an interesting one, this saying, I never thought I'd be in a legal battle for my birth given name. (laughs) Uh, Going to discuss it on tomorrow's episode of the Green with Envy podcast. So she (laughs) WWE for for those who don't know that owns the trademark to chelsea green which is her real name Uh, or they applied for it at the very least back in september 2020 which is crazy shortly after september 2020 chelsea signed a multi-year deal with the company now she's gone she wants to compete under her real name and wwe is like hold on a minute we filed for that but there is good news on this, end, Fightful Select breaking the news last night, uh, WWE have contacted Chelsea to say, "Hey, we'll give this up. You can have it. You can you can have your name back, Thanks. your real name." <laughs> Thank you, WWE <laughs> Noble yeah. Saints. Uh, Chelsea has, of course, been active in a bunch of different places mm. since leaving WWE. She's in the NWA. Impact Wrestling, she's somewhere Ring of Honour. She's been in Ring of Mm Honour as well. So she's been all over the place, staying busy, hasn't signed anywhere yet. But yeah, man, can you imagine that? We just show up on the news one morning and we get a little copyright notice because I say, hello, I'm Andy Murray. It's (laughs) a a wild situation, but at least WWE have given it up.
0: What's Arsenal Turquoise doing in the Impact Zone? Yeah, it's ridiculous, (laughs) this, isn't it? Like, I'm a huge fan of Chelsea Green's. I think it's a huge, huge... One of the worst WWE women's releases, in my opinion. Uh, a selection of others, obviously, would be included in that. Uh, but I, I, like you say, she's incredibly creative. She's incredibly talented, and she wasn't really given a chance. If I'm perfectly honest, obviously she was really unlucky when she debuted on the main roster. I I don't know, man. I mean, I thought it was bad enough that they released her and then they turn around going, yeah, no, we own that now. It's not like (laughs) other people where they give them those awful names and go, we can't use that. And they go, cool. I mean, I won't be, but okay, I'll just do the formerly known as so people recognise who it is. It's Chelsea Green. It's a name like you say, Andy. What a load of bollocks. And the fact that they're now like, you know what? We're going to be the bigger guys here. You can have you can have that name. Your own name, ridiculous. Can't wait to hear what she's got to say about all this. Uh, but let's talk more about wrestlers on Twitter because it's my favourite topic. And Roman Reigns has, uh, how can I say, he's either stirred the pot or boiled some piss uh, by tweeting off. something that has, yeah, kicked off. Basically, uh, Roman Reigns on Sunday night tweeted, "Different than anyone before, levels above anyone else or anything in this industry." Hashtag acknowledge me. Uh, he's basically declared himself the best wrestler in the world. Um, he's also previously spoken on uh, the Cheap Heat uh, it, back in July, saying about everyone else in wrestling was trying to catch me and him and the users were lapping everyone else in a marathon. Look, I think we all know that this is, you know, a bit more in kayfabe than some people on Twitter would like to realise. But I also think to a certain extent, Andy, I will say this. I think he's got a point. He is huge right now. He he can come out in a bloody tracksuit and pop me like Adam Cleary did at the What Culture Live show in New York by just unzipping it a little bit. It's ridiculous. <laughs> he's got a point, yeah. but he also knows exactly what he's doing on social media and why do people rise to this sort of thing? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Twitter's the work. Twitter's the work. He knows exactly what he's doing. Uh, and I love stuff like this. It's great stuff. You know, one simple tweet. I'm the best. A bunch of people will get upset. Uh, that's the whole point of the thing he's trying to rile you up he's trying to get a reaction but like beyond kayfabe and everything I would hope that a guy like Roman Reigns or or Kenny Omega or Kazuchika Okada or anyone else you have in your best in the world debate would think that they are the best that they are the greatest that that, you know that level of confidence I think is absolutely vital uh, for people who are operating on that level so love to see this genuinely from Roman it's a good laugh, and some of those replies are a good hoot, particularly somebody who replied something along the lines of, Hey, you've never had a match this good. And it's Kenny Omega versus the Blow
0: Up Doll. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's good fun. And that's why I'm going to tweet this afternoon my wrestling route, Rushmore, is uh, for four faces of Roman Reigns, like current Roman Reigns, <laughs> Roman Reigns when he had blue eyes for a bit, and then just maybe just spaces for down. future Roman Reigns or something. Uh, just to piss a lot of people off, because it is funny to just tweet and then just, just block everyone or, or not read the replies. It's uh, just funny to come back to, like, uh, like, uh, uh, that bit in community with the fire when he walks in with the pizzas. Bloody hell, what's going on here? I sent this tweet 10, 20 minutes ago. Anyway, right, speaking of Twitter, let's move on to your Twitter questions. At What Culture WW, of course. Uh, first question today comes from Tom Wells, who says, Do you think we could be seeing some LTST with Balor? Uh, I'd love to see him finally face Roman at the Rumble, lose, enter the Rumble at number 30 as the Demon, then win at Mania as the Demon. Finn finally gets his title back. Intriguing what they're doing with Finn. He was. I thought I thought he looked great on Smackdown to be honest apart from getting choked out yep. by Roman of course
1: Yeah it does look like he's going to get more of a concerted mean roster push um I'm very dubious as to whether or not they would let a plan like this play out. I think it could work, Mm. um, but the problem with WWE is when they have, and they've proven this with Brock Lesnar before Roman Reigns, but, you know, obviously Brock wasn't received as well, is that who's the next guy up? Who are the person they're building beneath? They've never been good at that. Even when they've been able to build a strong champion, they've never really, uh, over the past few years at least, put a concerted effort into raising someone up. Like, they did it with Seth to a certain degree, but it fell apart quite quickly. Mm. Um, I, I'm not entirely convinced that the go with a guy like Finn um, we'll have to see how it pans out obviously uh, but he doesn't really stand out as the, the candidate to dethrone to, to Roman Reigns for me at least at this
0: moment no they probably do something like that and then the next night and just have Big E cash in and win via roll up on the demon or something. Uh, yeah. But I, I'm happy, <laughs> like you say, that they, they, they even acknowledged it on, on SmackDown in his promo saying he's not just going to be like that happy smiley baby face we saw previously oh, was- on the main roster. Good. Yeah, bit of that big dick energy from Finn Balor. I like that. (laughs) More of that sort of thing. But yeah, I think he'd be a great future opponent for for Roman Reigns down the road. And I'm intrigued to see his interactions going forward with John Cena. Because yeah, he's completely justified that John... Like, it wasn't his fault that that Finn Balor couldn't sign the contract. But he did just come in and go, What's that, Finn's been thrown over the barricade? Well, I guess I'll sign it then. See you later. intriguing i'm really enjoying this this storyline on smackdown uh second question today comes from unloading meat who says uh, do you think with recent cuts we won't get the full picture of nxt's future until the draft later this year that's when we get to see the rest of the roster get ripped away on two nights of live tv mm, interesting i i don't think that the draft will be have a
1: too drastic an impact on nxt actually like Just going by recent years and everything else, it hasn't been particularly heavily involved. Um, I guess if these more, I think, you know, a truer identity for NXT will emerge once we learn who these other releases are going to be, sadly. Uh, And then we'll see who comes on television after that. But I think NXT's future going forward is going to be more developmental. I think Mm -hmm. you will see uh, the larger human beings that are in the performance center at the moment kind of fast-tracked up the ladder. And I think that will have a more profound impact than the draft will.
0: But I do like the idea on loaded meat because we've said on many, many occasions on the news. That you could have people like Adolf Ziggler or Cesaro go to NXT and not just you know work with people and get them better in between the ropes, but have intriguing storylines about them trying to hold young talent down or just besmirch them. I don't know. I like the idea though, uh, and as long as that robot's happy with the WWE draft, I always am. <laughs> uh, final question today comes from Brian George, who says with the recent NXT and 205 Live releases, do you think this will make Adam Cole's mind up and he'll join AEW? Not saying other promotions don't release people, but there seems to be no job security with WWE I reckon Andy if it wasn't made up previously it is now but then he did have that meeting backstage at Smackdown this week or last week
1: yeah for sure like I I think that might factor into Adam Cole's decision making but not to a massive degree I know he like he had the live reaction to Tyler Breeze's release on the stream and like these people are his friends and he's like Adam Cole by all accounts is a lovely guy so he's probably yeah. compassionate and everything else and he's probably a bit like oh this really stinks but at the same time there will be other things coming into it as well. Adam Cole has always struck me as the kind of guy who's very happy in, in WWE I think he mm. likes working in that system and uh, I think he's going to make his own decision um, I think that Vince probably promised him the world. Uh, in that backstage meeting and everything else and uh, I think that those factors will come into it a little bit more.
0: I think for all the people who are willing him to go to AEW, and I'm obviously fascinated to see what would happen if he went there. There's also, like you say, the fact that they have gone to these extents for him. I genuinely think, well, if we're just saying it's between AEW and WWE in this scenario, I'd call it a coin flip right now. So we'll have to just wait and see what happens next with it. Uh, let's move on to today's and finally, and obviously awful news about the release is terrible for everyone there. We all wish them well in whatever they do next but nice to see people you know seeing the funny side slightly of it uh shazza mckenzie tweeting overnight hey guys i don't think nxt australia is going to happen i yeah well bad news there but good news i'm pleased to announce right now andy the wcpw australia is going to be launching Side note, it is just going to be me doing commentary and then me with an Australian <laughs> accent doing co-commentary. But, you know, if you're up for that sort of thing, I would be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can contact the Iconics and find out their
1: booking fee. Oh. We probably couldn't afford them, but hey, why not? Let's bring them in.
0: Take my wage and partially put it towards whatever Bro- it would to get and them Reed. in there. There's our I roster. Think-
1: We're putting it together.
0: Oh. It, it would be great, but I think even if we got the the monetary amounts right, they'd go, Will we'll do an Australian accent? You can bollocks lads. Uh, yeah. right, let us know your thoughts on all that and today's <laughs> news stories in the comment section below. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast from for daily wrestling podcasts. Myself and the daddy boys, like I said, talking about this NXT situation and previewing, oh good, Monday Night Raw a little bit later on today. Plus let us know your thoughts Mm. and Twitter questions on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. You can follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at...
1: At AndyH. Murray, the H stands
0: for halibut. Fish. Follow me at Adam Wilmore. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. But for now, my thanks, Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us and we will see you soon